Robert Moss writes about food, drink, and travel, and he knows a lot about barbecue. He's the contributing barbecue editor for Southern Living and a restaurant critic for the Charleston uh, City Paper, and he's based in Charleston. He's also written several books on food and beverage, including Barbecue, the History of an American Institution, which has just come out in a revised uh, and expanded second edition. And I'm happy to have uh, Robert join us this morning on Biscuits and Bach. So welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate appreciate you having me on. You know, in the book's title and one of the first sentences in the introduction, you talk about how barbecue is a vital American institution. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I sure can. I mean, uh, in fact, the reason where I first went to write the book, I was going to be called the history of a Southern institution because I thought at the time, barbecue is such a Southern thing. And certainly at, at that time, it was mostly in the South. But I learned over time that it's truly American in the sense of being nationwide, uh, especially the 19th century barbecues were found as far west as California, Oregon, all along the Pacific. So really the entire country. And in terms of institutions, it's a culinary institution in the sense of a long running food tradition, but it's also a social institution. And in the book, I write a lot about how involved barbecue was and everything from 4th of July celebrations to fundraisers to political campaigning. So it's really embedded in uh, American culture as this this institution, really. Speaking of the history of it, can you explain the origins of barbecue? The roots are back in the colonial era, and it's really barbecue emerged from this intersection of uh, Native Americans, Europeans, and Africans, you know, coming together, not everyone voluntarily, in the New World, and emerged out of that cooking tradition uh, or a cooking method of Native Americans, but then adopted by African and European cooks and becoming a just a large outdoor uh, form of celebration you know, large-scale outdoor cooking over pits in the ground in the 19th century. And then just to give the quick summary, uh, the 20th century moved into restaurants and became a product of commerce. And throughout the 20th century, grew in popularity, uh, sagged a little bit toward the end of the 20th century. And then just in the last 20 years or so, has really just blossomed again as this beloved way of cooking in the United States. It sounds like, to me, the way that Eastern North Carolina and northeastern South Carolina cooked barbecue is a lot like it was in the colonial times. Yeah. In fact, if you want to get the closest to what it was like in you know, the colonial times or even in the 19th century, I think eastern North Carolina style barbecue, head over to Skylight Inn, Aiden or, or, or Grady's in, in Dudley, North Carolina, and you'll get the a very similar because it was originally a whole animal traditions, cooking whole hogs, cooked over coals, so over a fire um, outdoors. And then the sauce that's used in the eastern part of North Carolina, that vinegar uh, sauce laced with with salt and and a lot of pepper, especially hot pepper, that was sort of the standard basting sauce in the 19th century going way back to the colonial uh, era. So I I would say, yeah, the eastern uh, part of North Carolina PD of South Carolina, as we call that northwestern part, is really the last vestige of uh, colonial-style barbecue left in the country. So we can say we've got the real barbecue. We can say now, don't say it to a Texan. They'll get uh, they'll get really grumpy and, and want to pick a fight with you. But uh, yeah, as long as we're talking among Carolinians, I think we can say that that safely. <laughs> 
I wonder if you could speak just for a minute about the history of barbecue where African-Americans are concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something that's of, of particular importance um, these days. And it's something that in the revised edition of the book, I tried to spend a lot more time addressing, which is that you know for a, lot, a long time, I, I think the African-American contributions have been uh, sort of obscured in, in talking about barbecue, particularly when barbecue became so popular in the last 10 years or so. But from the very earliest days um, in Southern barbecue, African-Americans were the cooks who were tending the pits and were the, the pioneers of barbecue. You know, even in the 19th century, the uh, use of the white front man, the, the guy who was hosting or staging the barbecue got all the attention. But certainly the practice of cooking barbecue uh, was very much practiced by African-Americans throughout the 19th century into the 20th century. And you know, really have both contributing to the cooking itself, but within African-American life, the barbecue was just a, a premier uh, social institution and has been for a very long time. Uh, and then, of course, in the 20th century, a lot of the classic restaurants were founded by African-American cooks and entrepreneurs. And so the contribution to that tradition is just huge um, and something that I think people are now starting to realize and, and celebrate in a way that maybe 15, 20 years ago, they, they weren't. Uh, Robert Moss, thank you so much for sharing some of your very deep knowledge of barbecue with us. And, um, and I hope that the second edition of the book goes well for you. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on.